The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. for joining me for another episode of My Story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you can join me on this Friday. On this episode, I will be bringing you news that some researchers have found that lupus strongly linked to imbalances in the gut. And I want to tell you about an award-winning short film, Standing Eight, by producer Cassie Tokenus. And we'll be talking with Detroit's own author of Positive Energy 24-7 and It Was Destined Urban Legend So, you know what to do Grab your cup of coffee Your cup of tea And if you're listening late at night You know I appreciate it So grab your favorite glass of wine And join me right here on my story living with lupus welcome back this topic caught my interest um in science daily Dated February the 19th, 2019. Lupus strongly linked to imbalances in gut microbiome. And if you're unfamiliar with exactly what microbiome is, it breaks down food to release energy and it produces vitamins. It protects us against germs. So, the disease systemic lupus erythematosus, SLE, marked by the attack on joints, skin, and kidneys by the body's immune system is linked to an abnormal mix of bacteria in the gut. This is according to a new study led by scientists at NYU School of Medicine. While bacterial imbalances have been tied to many immune-related diseases, including influenza, 
inflammatory bowel disease, arthritis, and some cancers. The authors of the current study say their experiments are the first detailed evidence of a link between bacterial imbalances in the gut and potentially life-threatening forms of SLE. The new study published in Rheumatic Diseases online February 19th showed that 61 women diagnosed with SLE had roughly five times more gut bacteria than 17 women of similar ages and racial backgrounds who did not have the disease and were healthy. Lupus is more common in women than men. Moreover, the study results showed that disease flares, which can range from instances of skin rashes, joint pain, to severe kidney dysfunction, requiring dialysis, closely tracked major increases in bacterial growth in the gut, alongside the presence in blood samples of immune proteins called antibodies. Now, to read further into this article, I will post it on my story living with lupus website so you can go there to read further in the article because the article is pretty lengthy and I did not want to bore you about um, what researchers have currently found or better yet you can go to HTT P.S. colon backslash backslash www.sciencedaily.com backslash releases backslash 2019 backslash 02 backslash 1902 htm to read further abundant harvest aquaponics planting seeds to grow food and creating opportunities for people and families you can contact this nonprofit organization at www.abundantharvestaquaponics.org. Standing Eight award-winning short film is available on Amazon right now. And you may be asking, why is she talking about Standing 8? Or what is Standing 8? Well, 
I'm going to tell you the reason why I'm talking about it. Because I truly appreciate and love what actor, writer, and producer Cassie Tokenus has done to bring forth awareness regarding lupus. And you know what else he did? With proceeds from the downloads and sales are going to the Lupus Foundation of America. Standing Eight is about a boxer who is forced to retire and contend with life outside of the ring after being diagnosed with systemic lupus. Mr. Tokenus drew his inspiration from his days as a Golden Gloves boxer and from one particular person, the love of his mother, her real-life struggles with the disease for more than 40 years. This is truly a labor of love through and through. His inspiration came from his mother who has been fighting systemic lupus nephritis since before he was born. You know, lupus affects millions of people around the globe. Yet so few people even know what the disease actually does to the body. Since its completion, Standing Eight has screened at 28 festivals around the world and has won 11 awards, including Best Short Film, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor. After all the success the film has received among festivals, Mr. Tokenus has decided to use it as a tool to help raise awareness and educate. Now, who couldn't love someone like that? Loves his mother enough. Takes her real life struggles dealing with this chronic illness to bring forth awareness through a short film. I would like all of my listeners, whether or not you are affected by this illness, to go over to Amazon and help support bringing lupus awareness and educate around the world. And Mr. Kazi Tokenus, I would like to thank you for letting me put this into my podcast. You know, the fight is not always in the ring because we fight a daily fight for our lives.
So check out Standing Ace. And better yet, tell you what I want you to do. You can go over to his website at https backslash backslash www dot i m d b dot com that's standing eight check it out better yet please download it and become educated about this horrific illness when I return I'll be talking with Detroit's own author, Henry X. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Stories Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. He is the author of Positive Energy 24-7 and his newest book, It Was Destined, Urban Legend. He's Detroit's own author, Henry X. Thank you for joining me today on My Story, Living with Lupus podcast. Oh, the pleasure is mine, um, Susan. Pleasure is all mine. Now, before we get into your latest creation, I want you to tell the listening audience about your book, Positive Energy, 24-7 and how it came about. Yes, ma'am. Well, Positive Energy 24-7 actually wasn't even a thought on my mind. The, the second book was actually the first book. That's the book that um, I started writing first. Um, but as we all should know, but if we don't, man plans, but God is the best of planners. So it was meant for me to put that book I was writing first, that's the second book, on the back burner, and put this book, Positive Energy 24-7, together first because this world is most definitely in need of positive energy 24-7. So I started out writing inspirational quotes, and I was posting them on Facebook. I did this for five years. And a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, asked me, have I ever thought about writing a book? I told her I hadn't, and she said, well, you should. And one morning it just hit me that I was already writing a book. I was already writing a book with those daily posts. So I went back, gathered all those posts from five years, put them in categories, and that was the foundation of Positive Energy 24-7. Now, 
the story in your current book is centered around the lives of four childhood friends who define what it means to be family to the letter. And no family would be complete without a cast of characters who makes things interesting thanks to their unique way of being. How, well, as you stated previously, this book was your first book. Yes, ma'am, it was. And how do you do it? How do you come with the thoughts of these characters in your head? Is it due to your childhood experience? Or what is it? How did you come up with this thought for this book? Well, um, fiction derives from reality. Though it's not reality, it, you know, derives from it. So I took bits and pieces of my realistic life and incorporated them into this book. Um, that was like the foundation. But then I just, you know, was interacting. I, I have interacted with countless people throughout my 53 years of existence. And I just took bits and pieces of all those people's lives through our interaction and formulated characters. So, um, not all of the characters, because a lot of the characters, characteristics and, you know, way of beings, it just was purely imagination. But the majority of them, or uh, the few, or select few of them, it was based on my interactions with people throughout my 53 years of existence. Wow. Now, will the readers receive a lesson from this book? Or will they be inspired by this book? Or will they be encouraged by this book? Well, I'm a firm believer in this. That great literature must consist of the three E's. And the three E's are encouragement, enlightenment, and entertainment. If your story contains these three E's, you have created great literature. And I'll give you a brief example of what I'm talking about. And you can just close your eyes and imagine, and you'll see all three of these E's in the in the um, movie that I'm about to use as an example. Okay. The movie is The Matrix. Mm-hmm. If anybody has ever seen The Matrix, The Matrix was encouraging it was enlightening and it was most definitely entertaining. And it's like one of the greatest movies, in my opinion, ever created. Okay. Who, um, well, let me put it this way. What books have influenced your life the most? The book that really and truly got me started, that made me even think about writing, was the autobiography of Malcolm X by Alex Haley. Yeah. When I read that book, Malcolm X became my mentor. 
I'm saying everything that that man did, I emulated his actions. I started off looking in the dictionary, writing down the words, studying each individual word. You know, it may take a whole day that I dedicate time to studying just one word. And that book right there set me on the path. But over time, I had read over 300 books. And it was how those authors had the ability to captivate my attention that I really and truly wanted to be a writer because I wanted to possess that power. I wanted that. So I started writing for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until God intervened into my affairs and showed me that people really don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care. There you go. My writing took on a whole different, it took on a whole different meaning. Okay. They say that writers often believe to have a muse. Your thoughts on that? Do you have a muse? Well, my muse is all the authors that came before me. Okay. All of them. I'm saying all of them. Anybody that has literature that's documented, they were my muse. Oh. And if you look in, in the, because um, you do have the book Positive Energy 24 right. 7, you look in there, and I, I pay homage to a few of the authors that really and truly inspired me to want not just to be a published author, but to be an author that will be remembered for having um, helped bring about change, positive change in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Because that's why I write. Mm-hmm. I write to have people reconsider what it is that they believe. Just giving them a different perspective. Not saying that mine is right and theirs is wrong, but just giving them something else to look at in the way up against what they believe. Um, do you have a daily habit of writing? Well, every morning, four o'clock sharp, I'm up and uh, it's real tranquil, peaceful at mm-hmm. that time of the day. Uh, so my thoughts are ever so clear, ever so clear. I mean, I can close my eyes and I can really literally read my own mind. Wow. I close my eyes and I, I see the thoughts just moving of course, my mind, like you know, the credits after a movie. Mm-hmm. That's how the that's how the thoughts be going in my mind, like a credit in a movie. And I see them; it, it's so clear because there's no distractions. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to distract me from focusing on what I'm looking at mentally. It's a mental vision, a mental picture, because that's. What vision begins, it begins in the mind. If you can't see something clearly in your mind, you'll never see it clearly with your eyes. There you go. So, do you find anything in particularly challenging when it comes to writing? Truthfully, Susan, I do not. Uh, Writer's block, never experienced it. Because, see, 
my mind, it just, it, it, it has a different way of working. It works differently. Um, the reason why I've never experienced writer's block, because I always feed off what I did last. I'm always trying to outdo myself. I don't compete with others. I applaud them. If I'm not working with them, I'm rooting for them. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't um, compete with other people. Right. My only competition is myself. Right. So when I do, because I put something together every morning. So I go back and I look at that and I say, how can I top this? Because I know I can. Because I done did it over and over and over and over. So I have I have no challenges because I'm always inspired by myself. Okay. My primary motivator is me. There you go. Even though I do have outside influences, mm-hmm. but they're not around me all the time. Right. So when I'm alone, four o'clock in the morning, who gonna inspire me? There you go. Yourself. I inspire myself. Yourself. With yes. my past creations. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you do you market your books yourself or? Do you have someone else, a publicist, doing all of that for you? Well, I'm, I'm hands-on on all of it, on all of it, because who's going to really and truly promote you better than you? There you go. Who's going to really and truly dedicate the time necessary to pushing your project as intensely as it needs to be pushed to get into the hands of the people than you. Because other people have other things going on in their life. You're not primary. No matter how much you're paying them, they're going to dedicate a certain amount of time to you, and that's it. But you, on the other hand, it's a whole different story. You can dedicate your whole day to pushing forth to being uh, self-sufficient. That's true. That is Nobody's so going to do that. Outside of you, nobody. That is true. Are you currently working on any other books? Do you have any other books in the making? I absolutely do. Um, as we speak, my mind, you know, is playing out the sequel to this latest book. Okay. I had a sequel, I already had a title. Um, I had a character, well, you know, it's going to be characters from the um, primary book or the book out right now, current book, and um, it's just going to be, you know, it's going to be new twists and turns, but it's all going to feed off this book. It's a continuation of this book, and I have another book um, in the works entitled A Woman's Worth. Okay. Which I'm very proud of. I'm very proud of this book. I was going to put that book out. Uh, I was going to start working on that book after it was destined, Urban Legend. But then, you know, how this book is, it needed a sequel. Mm-hmm. It needed a sequel. And to touch back or to go back on what you said about how would this book affect the reader? 
I'm going to tell you with all sincerity, and I'm not just saying this because I wrote it. This book is going to literally change the lives of all those who read it. Now, this, I put, it's a story. True enough. But it's a story of inspiration. These characters in this book, I made them all young, right? Uh huh. Well, the uh, first four characters. I'm gonna give you a brief um, thing on the um, the characters. Okay. Four primary characters are young. I made them. They're young and they're ambitious. So my my primary audience is the youth, seeing that they are the future. Uh, these four young characters. When you meet any other character, you will meet them through them. They will introduce you to all the other characters. So no matter what, one of them or all of them is going to always be present in the scene. Um, I made them all young, like I said, because I'm trying to inspire the youth. And I believe that the youth will inspire the elders because mm. they see these young, ambitious individuals doing things that they're um, capable of doing but not doing, I think that's going to spark something in them to make them want to get up and start doing something better than what they're doing. So it's, it's a strategic, the book was strategically put together. Okay, now let me ask you this, and I don't want to give, let uh, um, I don't want you to give too much away. But is it set in a particular city, in a particular area? It's it is. It's in it's uh, Detroit based. Okay. Detroit based, but it makes mention of surrounding cities. Um, Highland Park being one of them. Um, Highland Park plays a significant role in this book. Um, you have Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, but Detroit is the foundation of the book. In the area, um, primarily, is the west side, because that's where the, the four characters, primary characters, were born and raised on the west side of Detroit. Okay. Now, what advice would you like to give to aspiring writers who are struggling with their first book? Well, I, I applaud you, first and foremost, for even stepping off into this realm, which is, you know, it's, at times it's not a kind realm. Um, so I, I applaud you on that. Um, second, I believe that the most important part of writing is getting the material out of your mind so that you can look at it because in your mind, you know, editing in your mind, mm -hmm. it's, it's not a good thing because you know, those thoughts are forgotten. But if you get those thoughts out of your mind and on paper or in a computer or wherever you need to get them, you can look at them and you can change them around at will. 
So that's what I believe the hardest part of writing is. It's getting the story out of your mind. So stop thinking about it and start putting it somewhere. In your phone, on a piece of paper, in a computer, wherever it is that it got to go. But get it out of your mind. See, when you get it out of your mind, you won't lose that feeling of wanting to keep going. If you keep it in your mind, you'll lose the thoughts and you'll lose the um, desire. So that's my that's my um, advice. Where could our listening audience purchase both Positive Energy 24-7? And you guys really should get that along with the ebook and um where could they purchase your latest book it was destined urban legend well both books are available at my website and if you order from my website you will get uh autographed copy uh complimentary book um a bookmark that's a bookmark for each book um, my website is rightpath247.com. That's W-R-I-T-E-P-A-T-H-247.com. And if they have questions for you, where could they reach you at? Well, you can reach me uh, at my email, which is self-created, um, self-created124. Self-created124 at gmail.com. So that's self-created124 at gmail.com. Now, let me ask you this also. Will you have a line of t-shirts for It Is Destined, the Urban Legend? Um... Um, <laughs> um I don't I don't believe that I will because um for one those the putting a t shirt I had a t shirt, I got my own personal t shirt because we used to do t shirts in uh in a past life. We used to create t shirts and I still had a means to make t shirts and there are t shirts available on my website. Um related to literature writing um but no i will not be having um t-shirts you know with the book cover of positive energy 24 7 or um it was destined urban legend now you mentioned the book cover do you do that artwork yourself no um graphic designer graphic design it was two different graphic designers one was um, the first one on um, Positive Energy 24-7 was from, is from Sri Lanka. And the, is, who is a man. Uh-huh. And the young lady who did the cover for It Was Destined, Urban Legend, she is from Jamaica. Oh, wow. That's wonderful artwork. That's yeah, and uh, but see, this is the thing. I did not do the artwork, right? Mm-hmm. But the artwork came from my mind. 
both covers were my are my thoughts. I seen both of these covers in my mind. You know, I, I, I gave a written description and I passed it off to the graphic designers and the end result is as you see it. Wow. Wow, I told you I wish I could be up in your mind just for, <laughs> just for, uh, just give me five minutes so I can just sit there and just see what goes on. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, at times it's a beautiful thing and, you know, at times it isn't because I think about writing all the time. And this is the, the, the part about it. Why I think about writing so much because I look at everything that needs a question. Like I hear people conversing, mm-hmm. and I just and I just see questions to what they're saying. I see questions every time I hear somebody talking. I have a question for whatever it is they're talking about, and that's when I'm at my best. Is when somebody asks me a question and I give an answer. I'm at my best when when that happens. Wow. Wow. Well, I truly thank you for being on the podcast today, author Henry X. And before I want to go, I want to piggyback on something um, because I'm quite sure um, it's about Malcolm X when you said you emulated every move and some people may not know who Malcolm X is but for those of us who do know who he is they will have the question are you a Muslim? Um, I am. Okay. I am indeed. Um, I was, uh, I've been a part of the Nation of Islam for Wow. About 20 years. About 20 years. Though I'm not like actively going to um, service, mm-hmm. I still um, draw on the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad um, that's now being taught by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, those teachings most definitely opened my mind up to a new way of thinking. And it was because of Malcolm X. Um, because, as you know, he was a part of the Nation of Islam. Uh, and he was very influential. Correct. I had to, you, you may think, well, why did she ask that? Because someone will email me and ask me, is he part of the nation or whatever? I don't, I didn't mean to offend. I don't want you to think I wanted to offend you. Oh no, no, no! I mean, if you're ashamed of who you are, then that's that's your problem. Okay. You know, that's nobody else's problem. I'm not ashamed because the the lessons that I learned is responsible for the positive person that I am. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to show people that what you believe isn't necessarily so. Okay. Well, I thank you for joining us today on My Story Living with Lupus, 
author Henry X. And I want my readers to go check out um, your website. And if you have any questions, he gave you his um, email, which is selfcreated124 at gmail.com. And I would like to say to you, author Henry X, Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam, my beloved sister. Thank you so much, and you be blessed and have a blessed day. You as well. Premio Handmade Gemstone Bracelets carries an array of men's and women's bracelets, along with a line of lupus awareness and cancer awareness gemstone bracelets. You can follow them on Facebook or visit their store at Etsy.com or their website at www.premiobracelets.com. That's P-R-E-M-I-O-B-R-A-C-E-L-E-T-S dot com. that you found it informative. I hope that you learned something today. And what I want you to do is go over to author Henry X site and purchase his latest book. It was Destined. Urban Legend. Check it out. Come on, just check it out. Now, another thing I want you to do is go on over to Amazon and check out Standing Aid. And remember, all proceeds from this award-winning short film goes to the Lupus Foundation of America. I would like to thank and Detroit's own Henry X. And I would also like to thank actor, writer, and producer of Standing Eight, Kazi Tayangas, for allowing me to mention his award-winning short film about life with lupus on my podcast. I really appreciate that, Mr. Tayangas. And before I leave you, I want you to know this. Nothing and no one will hit you harder than life itself. It doesn't matter how you hit back. It's about how much you can take and keep fighting, how much you can suffer and keep moving forward. That's how you win. And lastly, in the words of 
my mother. What have you done today to help a needed soul along the way? I pray that I have helped someone somewhere just to know you can still live your life despite of living with lupus. You are a survivor and you will be. I'm Susan Hendricks wishing you a most peaceful and positive weekend. And I'll see you next time for another episode of my story living with lupus. The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having.